Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God has got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. You are listening to episode 25, and I can hardly believe that I have 25 episodes under my belt. Thank you so much for tuning in every week and sticking with me um, and getting me to 25 episodes. It's pretty amazing. So today I'm going to continue on with what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, and that is prayer. And last week I focused in on four specific prayers or four specific verses that talk about how Jesus would go away alone by himself and pray. And there were many things that I could have pulled from those four verses, some principles we can apply and some things that we could take note of. But I specifically focused on how when he went away to pray, it happened after or before some pretty big ministry tasks that Jesus did. Then I also kind of flipped that on its head and said, but wait a minute, Jesus is God. So those were just normal everyday things for him. So we can kind of take away two things from that. Prayer is a big deal and we need to pray before the big rocks in our life, right? The, before the big decisions. But also Jesus was just doing his normal thing. He was following what God was having him to do and he was praying. So we need to pray during the day, whether that's before we head down to um, decide if we're going to cook dinner or if we're going to order out, <laughs> whether that's, uh, you know, praying for our kids before we begin working on schoolwork or whether that is, you know, fill in the blank. Prayer just needs to be part of what we do naturally during our everyday life. And so this week, I thought we would kind of focus in on, man, what was Jesus praying about? I mean, he goes to these secluded places, and we know that he goes by himself to pray, but but what do you think he was maybe talking to God about? And I want to look specifically at some verses in John chapter 17, verses 20 through 26, I believe. Yes. And this is just before um, Jesus is going to be crucified. So it's an intense situation. He is literally sweating drops of blood. Um, and he is just in agony over the thought of being separated from his father. And I'm sure he's thinking about the physical pain he knows he's about to go through as well. So it's a pretty uh, big deal right now of what he's going to go to. And he prays. And he prays a couple times um, during this time. He he prays that God would, um, you know, if there's another way out, Lord, uh, God, please, if there's another way, let's do that, but not my will, your will. So he does pray for himself a little bit, but there's this beautiful prayer that he prays for us. And I want to look at that because I have a feeling that this type of prayer that this is not the first time he's done that. 
I don't believe that this was the first time in his ministry that he has prayed for us. I have a feeling that those times, those verses that we looked at where he went and secluded himself and he prayed, I have a feeling he was praying something pretty similar. So let's go ahead and read those verses. This is John chapter 17, starting in verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. So he's not praying just for his disciples, but he's praying for us, the future believers. That all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and I have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Jesus prayed for us. (laughs) It is such a cool feeling. And that's like the worst word to use ever, cool feeling. But I just don't even have a word for it, how that makes me feel. Jesus prayed for us, and I'm in awe of it, to be honest. So what exactly did he pray for us? Let's kind of break these verses down into three main things. The first thing that he prays for is unity. And When I read these verses, I see that as unity with the Father, with God, and with Jesus. He wants us to be connected to God. He doesn't want us to be separated from the love of God and from um, a relationship with God. Now, there's nothing, nothing that can separate us from the love of God. God loves us no matter what. But we, on our end, we are not always that unified with God. When we are sinning and when we are um, separating ourselves from God through sin, that's not unity. So God will never leave us, but we sometimes turn our backs on God. So Jesus is praying for this unity that we would be in God just like Jesus is in God. And Jesus is God. So that unity is just like, um, it's super glued together. There's no separation. There's no difference. That's what Jesus wants for us. That is really cool. And then the next thing he talks about is glory. Um, that we would behold his glory. And it's neat how he says, I want them to be where I am. Jesus wants us to be in heaven with him someday. He desires for all of us to be there with them. And so he wants to show us his glory and to share in his glory um, someday when we are in heaven with him. And the final thing that Jesus says is that he wants us to feel 
as loved by God as he feels loved by God. Um, From the message, I'm going to read the end of verse 26. It says, um, so that your love for me might be in them exactly as I am in them. So he wants us to feel that love from God and to feel that connection to God that he feels. Wow. I mean, he is God (laughs) and he wants us to be that close to God as well. That is pretty powerful. And I love this prayer. (laughs) I just said love a lot. But this is just a neat um, view into how Jesus views us, how he viewed his disciples that were with him on earth and how he views all those that will come to know him. Jesus prayed for us. That's pretty darn amazing. And I love the fact that he prayed for us while he was on earth and he is interceding for us now as he is in heaven. And that is what we're going to focus on next week. We're going to look at some verses in Romans and maybe some other places that talk about how God's not done praying for us, that he is there in heaven interceding on our behalf um, for us to God for our lives and for our souls. So that's what we'll talk about next week. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that this challenged you, uplifted you. I hope that God uses it in whatever way he needs to speak to your heart. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.